people's minds get cluttered with uh, very unhelpful thoughts or they get into this mode of being very reactionary and they really are living from the outside in. You're listening to the Small Business Mastermind, a podcast created by Olympia Benefits to help small businesses juggle business, finance, health, and wellness. I'm your host, Morgan Berna, and to subscribe to the podcast, visit olympiabenefits.com slash podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Small Business Mastermind. On this episode, we're talking with Nana Jakura, a success mindset consultant about how to keep a positive and goal-oriented mindset during difficult times. She touches on strategies for finding opportunities in hard times, advice on avoiding burning out from stress, things she's done to build her own business, and more. To adhere with social distancing, we did record this episode remotely. I hope you enjoy it, and I'll be checking in with you again at the end of the episode. Things have obviously been difficult for businesses lately, particularly small businesses. And while some places right now are starting to reopen, we really don't know what's in store, where we're going. So that's where we've brought in Nana today to talk to us all about refocusing our energy, our mindset, and keeping ourselves calm so we can be successful. So thank you so much for joining us today, Nana. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Nana Jokura is the Money Mindset Master, author of the number one new release international best-selling book, Your Healthy Success, and entrepreneur from Toronto, Canada. Nana is a success consultant who helps entrepreneurs and small business owners achieve their goals and live their purpose by dramatically shifting their mindset. She has helped transform the confidence, health, and profit of businesses and organizations using the universal laws of success. Her clients are able to maintain calm, confidence, and innovate no matter what the outside circumstance. She helps them understand that over 95% of their results come from the mindset and less than 5% come from strategy. Nana's clients are some of the most caring and creative entrepreneurs who are global change makers. Thank you. And could you explain a little bit about what you do and how you got started with helping entrepreneurs and small business owners? I basically help business owners and entrepreneurs achieve their goals by getting to the root cause of all of their results, which really starts in the mindset. And my personal experience is that I was first um, working with this material with my own business. I was a naturopathic doctor in downtown Toronto. I had my own clinic. It was wonderful. And I was using the material first for my business. So I was not coaching or I was not consulting other people. I was really um, a client of the material. And uh, I was going through some personal changes, really needing to double my income very quickly because it was looking like I was going to have to be replacing a second income. And uh, I just wasn't making it happen on my own. So I, I found myself in kind of a panicked, urgent state where I knew I had to make some changes and I was really trying on my own, but I knew I was missing a piece because my results were not shifting as quickly as I wanted and needed them to, to shift. So I, uh, I got plugged into a system and, and, um, I was able to double my business twice in a very short amount of time. And it wow. just blew me away. Yeah, I just felt like, oh, my goodness, if I can do this for myself, 
uh, I can surely help other people. So that's what happened. I was running my clinical business in parallel with my new coaching consulting business that I started as I just started to help other business owners. Mm -hmm. And how long ago did you start the coaching consulting? I've been with the material for uh, over five years uh, and then officially consulting. It's been about three years now. Awesome. So you talk a lot about helping people shift their mindset. What are some of the mindset struggles business owners and entrepreneurs face during times of high stress? I'm sure everyone can relate to going through periods of stress, whether it's our current uh, climate right now or even even sort of in day-to-day functioning. Um, what I find happens is that people's minds get cluttered with uh, very unhelpful thoughts or they get into this mode of being very reactionary and um, they they really are living from the outside in or operating from the outside in. So what's the government saying? What's the economy doing? What um, what are the clients or customers doing or not doing? What's, uh, what's in the bank account or not in the bank account? And so they're reactive to what's going on outside of them and letting that deeply affect their experience. So how they're thinking, how they're feeling, and then how they're um, taking actions or not taking actions. So what I show my clients how to do is really flip it to really start to operate from the inside out to really start to clear the clutter, clear the noise so that they're in charge of themselves, regardless of the circumstance. Obviously during this time, there has been so much noise. It's a good point. A lot of people are reacting from yes, the news, your bank account, the government, all these things with all this going on, how can we calm our minds and clear this noise? Well, it first starts with the, a desire to do so, you know, to realize that from a calmer state of mind, you're going to be able to tap into much deeper resources that are, are within you. Um, so it, it's that decision to, to actually just carve out some time and space for yourself. And it doesn't actually have to be a lot. It could simply be a minute where you're, you just close close all the screens down, you just you know, find a little bit of space for yourself. Maybe you even are at your desk and you simply close your eyes and you you start, um, I, I'll often take my clients through a guided, a super simple guided breathing exercise where you just, you know, get um, connected with your seat and you just start noticing your breath, the flow of air in and out. And just with that mindfulness, you connect with the present moment, you connect with yourself and that's it. Like you just, you focus on one thing, which is your breath for that particular exercise. And you do that for a minute. You could do it for 10 minutes. You could do it for 20 minutes. And, and it really serves to calm your nervous system down, clear your mind, clear away that clutter so that you can go back to whatever you were wanting to do with much more productivity and focus. And sometimes it can be very difficult to get that mind clear, even when we are doing the breathing. Do you have any tips for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so for for my clients who are a bit more kinesthetic, you know, like if you find that um, 
you're really creative and you have a lot of ideas. Um, some of them maybe not so helpful. Maybe some of them are. I find writing is it's it's available to us. It's super simple. You can you can really just write down what it is um, that you don't like about your current situation, what you're facing, what the challenge is. And then on another sheet of paper, you can write the polar positive opposite of what it is that you do want. And the act of writing causes thinking and it helps to redirect your mind and attention to what it is you do want because it's for most of us, we've all been trained to, you know, look at what's going on, look at outside, what's, you know, what's the news saying, what's the, what's everyone else saying, and, and um, our minds haven't really been trained to focus on, well, what is it that we want, you know, if, um, if that's not what we really want to pay attention to, if we do want to be creative, if we do want to be calmer, uh, well, what, what is that, what does that look like? So you, just by simply writing it out, it creates an image in your mind to work with, and it directs your focus and attention. And you were mentioning also closing things down on your computer. Um, would you suggest people maybe limiting screen time or limiting news consumption during this time? Yep, I would. <laughs> I was, I was going to I was going to go into a longer explanation, but simply yes. I mean, you can you can check in so that uh, you whether it's email or the news, uh, you know, take care of what you've got to take care of, but you definitely don't have to be obsessing over that. In fact, um, this is one of the the keys on how you can really start to get creative instead of reactionary how you can respond instead of react so you can really um, start training your focus well what is it that you do want do you want to be waiting for government relief programs or do you want to get innovative and start thinking of ideas of what you could be doing to serve serve your clients and customers and that's that's a choice that we make but most people are, are almost addicted to that consumption and the need to know and Absolutely. you know it once a day is plenty maybe you don't even need once a day you know if if something's really important you'll you'll hear it <laughs> there will be people around you who inform you yeah and it's it's something we've never gone through before so it does get a little addicting to be constantly checking the news but mm -hmm. uh, nobody i've talked to feels better after that experience. Mm -hmm. What advantages would you say business owners and leaders that you work with experience uh, when they're able to stay calm through adversity? Oh, it's, it's like night and day. It's huge. It's, um, it's the difference between not feeling like you have any power or control in the situation versus feeling like, well, your business is in your hands. So if you're going to grow, and there are many businesses right now that are growing, and it's those businesses who've decided to take the much more empowered position, and it starts with the decision. You might not even know how you're going to pivot or how you're going to innovate just yet, and that's okay. But the decision that you're going to come from that empowered place is the starting point. And uh, I mean, it, it's huge. I have clients who are really doing better now in this time than they were before. And the reason is, is that 
uh, with any problem. So if it's a small problem, there's a, a an equal and opposite small opportunity or small solution. If there's a big, big problem, then there's an equal and opposite positive opportunity for a positive solution. And as a business owner, I mean, that's what, that's what you do. You, you solve problems for people, you bring some increase or you prevent a loss for your clients and customers. And so uh, you want to be asking yourself, like, what are your, what are, what's your community? What's your, what are your clients and customers saying that they need and want right now? And what's within your capabilities of, of like what can you do to help them with that and it's a very different way of thinking and with so many options available to people with you know businesses are having to make quite big changes to their business model or some people aren't operating at all where would you recommend people start for looking for this opportunity I mean you mentioned taking a look at your client needs how do we I guess narrow our focus and decide on a couple opportunities to pursue I find that um a lot, a lot of times business owners will, will just in their mind create what they think their customers or clients need or want. And so what I one of the uh, processes I, I get my clients to go through is go talk to some real people. Go talk to some current clients. Go talk to some prospective clients and really ask them, what they're facing right now and 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 let the answers go deeper than just the surface level you know um ask them what are they facing and and how are they experiencing it um what are their challenges what are they frustrated with right now what uh if they could improve would that be and what would that improved picture look like and you'll gain a lot of insights. I had a I had a client of mine do that. She she thought she was going to be um, helping businesses with their 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 copywriting, and um, so she had a brilliant idea. But then when she actually talked to prospective clients, she actually found out that right now people really want help not just with their copywriting, but with completing completing their project, starting and completing their projects. So that totally positioned her offering in a very uh, meaningful way. And so that that's what I would start with is go go talk to your current client base and then potential potential clients or potential customers and, and actually find out what it is that they're facing and wanting. I've seen a lot of businesses doing things like moving to online, selling inventory, uh, offering remote conversations for things like consultants. So a lot of options, but a great point that a lot of us make a decision before going to our customers. So a great place to start. Something you had mentioned to me um, in our call was that you like to get businesses to focus on selling by helping. Uh, could you expand a bit on what you mean by this and maybe an example of how a business could try this out? Uh, this is a really profound shift for me because I got into my business to really help and serve people with their health initially as a, as a practitioner. And, um, when, when it became clear that I, I needed to promote myself and put myself out there and offer my services, all of a sudden I was in a position to, to 
have to sell my services. And um, I wasn't super comfortable with that, somewhat comfortable, because um, I did get patients and bookings right away. But uh, when I made the shift and really understood deeply that when I connect with someone who wants what I have to offer and I know that I can absolutely help them, that it's my job to get them over the hump um, and to really come from that place of, of leading someone on a path to agreement and, and really coming from the spirit of truly helping them regardless of whether they become a client or not, um, that I'm there to help and serve, it really shifted everything. I, during that time when I was needing to grow my business really, really quickly, and I was coming from that panicked, almost desperate place, which, I mean, I've talked to many business owners lately, and uh, people have been scared. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's um, a lot of uh, stress. And when you come from that place, that's what you're sending out to the world. So when we work, when we talk about and work with the law of cause and effect, well, you are the cause of all of your effects. That's what you're radiating out. And then that's what comes back to you. So maybe other customers and clients mirroring that saying, oh, well, they'd, they'd love your help or they'd love to participate, but uh, things are so uncertain, money is tight. And so if you're coming from a place where money is tight, then that will be mirrored. So so what happened, rewind, you know, um, going back to my experience of when that profound shift happened, all of a sudden, instead of focusing on, oh, well, I need to get certain number of clients to just pay my bills, I realized, wait a second, I'm in it to help people. I've got this incredible skill set. I've just got to figure out how to connect uh, with more people and convey that I'm here to help and serve. So then what happened was I, I opened up another day, Saturdays, which wasn't, um, it wasn't historically a popular day for me to work. So I shut it down, but then I, I entered into that, uh, new, new day and offering with a totally different energy and spirit. I, I thought, okay, I'm here to serve. And it, it very quickly became my busiest day where I was serving tons of people. It was, um, really enjoyable for me once I got into the spirit of selling is helping people. So whether, you know, whether it's a practitioner or whether you, you have a any kind of business online or uh, whatever it is you're doing, you really want to connect with that because people will, people will notice, people will, will take note in terms of how you're communicating. Are you really in it to help and serve them or are you in it because you're freaked out and just <laughs> needing to make those adjustments yeah. right and and people really will feel that and they might not even be aware consciously of what's going on but this is um this is when when you're really tapped into this it, it's amazing this is why when companies uh, do i have i have one client of mine who's just really invested a lot into helping uh, the community right now and um, and I know that he's working with the law of cause and effect he's putting so much good into the community right now that it's coming back in returned increased business so that's that's definitely something all year round all the time to to be working with especially now especially now yeah and I like that you 
noticed that something you'd previously made as a boundary for you. So not working on Saturdays because in the past it wasn't necessarily successful. When you revisited it, it became something that was extremely helpful to people and probably even brought in like some new clients, maybe a slightly different group. Mm -hmm. So maybe businesses taking a look at something they previously decided wasn't useful Mm -hmm. and re-examining if it works now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know you'd mentioned too that you see business as a community service. Uh, Could you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, it really ties into the uh, the idea that selling is is helping that the the purpose of a of a business is to bring increase into people's lives or to help them prevent a loss and so we are here to help people ultimately and when we really mm, see beyond just the specific product or just the specific service that we're offering but see it as part of the constellation of all of the um, multi-dimensional aspects of of a person's life that you know you're you're an important aspect of their life for a certain experience or a certain time or a certain um, service or product it's uh it just I, I believe that it, it just it just anchors you into their minds and into their hearts so that not only do you provide that one product or that one service to them but they could see you as this trusted leader in the community where there's a lot, lot of panic there's a lot of uncertainty but there are some things that are 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 there and stable and that they can count on you like I am so grateful to my food delivery service, for example. Yes. I wasn't sure how they were going to manage, um, but I, you know, they they ramped up their efforts in terms of like very strict hygiene and protocols and measuring temperature, and so that just really reassured me. And I thought, okay, it's probably safer for me to <laughs> to be doing that instead of certain other options. And um, so they definitely have my loyalty, you know, and I'm really happy to support them. So I think stepping up as leaders and in our communities and communicating that and sharing that is is really good for people to see because when we can do that as a business owner, it it provides this almost like this emotional stability within the fabric of our of our communities. Yeah, and we've seen some bigger companies doing things like I know certain internet providers are getting rid of limits, things like that. This does remind me a bit of a conversation we had on a previous episode about content marketing, where if you are a very small business and maybe you can't offer a lot of free services or anything, um, some things we had talked about there were things like blogging, um, maybe there's like a course you can offer, something like a podcast, if there's information you can share. Um, are those avenues you've you've tried out yourself? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm often just going into to my community and group and, and sharing a lot of free content. Um, I actually ramped up my masterclass series the past month instead of showing up once or twice a month I would I just committed to showing up every single week to talk about um, 
a topic of the week that I felt I was just, you know, checking the pulse of what people were facing and I would speak to that directly. And so, I, I mean, just that alone, I have received incredibly positive feedback from that. Um, I don't believe that business owners have to be um, shelling out a ton of free stuff, right? Like you want to come from a place of abundance, even if it doesn't look like it in the bank accounts or with cash flow just yet. Uh, if you are going to give and provide service, you, whatever it is, if it's paid or free, uh, you just want to definitely make sure you're coming from the mindset of abundance. If it comes from scarcity and lack, then people will pick up on that really, really quickly. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of creativity for sure. And I've, I've seen some companies who would normally offer services in person really pivot quite quickly and seamlessly to be offering their services online and realizing that the true value was not necessarily in that physical face-to-face -face connection, that the true value was in their support, in their advice, in the consultation or, or whatever, whatever it is just in that connection, in that community. Absolutely. As we move forward, and even just in general, I mean, the, the needs of clients and customers are constantly changing. Do you have any suggestions for diversifying our business so that we're not only meeting people's needs, but we're building more resilience for our own business, um, giving ourselves, you know, the best shot at long-term potential? I love I love that question. Um, it's usually a question that I handle on a one-to-one -one phone conversation with a client or a potential client or a business owner, because what I like to do is um, just hear what you know what what they're facing, what they've already tried, what they were doing um, prior to the situation, and then really dig deep and. And usually the answer is right there in terms of their biggest opportunity. And so that's that's one of the things that I've been really enjoying helping business owners to to discover. Because once once you understand that, um, and it's connected, oftentimes it's connected to the the mindset uh, part of the mindset that's that's holding you back. Because once you know what's holding you back, then you'll know what can propel you forward in terms of the mindset. And then there's usually some aspect of the, I call it the vehicle to, to be receiving the opportunities to be of service, to provide good into the world. We can, we can dial it in. Um, just as a, how, how can I answer that broadly? I think it's really, it comes down to your thinking and your beliefs because whatever you believe is going to be true for you. So if you have the belief that things are going to be hard or that it's up to the government to fix this or, or whatever beliefs you have or that um, there's not enough cash flow and, it's, and if that's what you're focusing on, then that's what will be true for you. But there are people who are creating their own economies and doing very, very well. And if you believe that you're one of those people that you can create your own economy, maybe with a little bit of help and and insights into shifting the mindset and seeing your biggest opportunity. But if you want to be one of those leaders and to be stepping up and you believe that you can create your own economy, even if you haven't figured it out yet, that that's what will be true for you. So I, I often 
will recommend to people in general that you decide what it is you want. You could decide that this coming month is going to be your best month ever in business, that you could potentially double your business. And you might not know how yet, but the details of the how, um, you're only going to try to be figuring out the how from the the perspective that you've come from. And that's not the kind of thinking that's going to lead to the solution. So you really want to um, come from a new level of awareness. And, and oftentimes it, it's that's exactly the work that I do with my clients. But you can decide right now, listening to this, what is it that you want this next month to look like in your business? Even if you don't know how you're going to do it, just get you decide on what it is, write it down. And then if, you, if you've got it, go get help, go get the help. If you want to connect with me, go ahead and <laughs> connect with me and we can together look through what your particular biggest opportunity is right now. Because there are people who are doing that, who are making this coming month their best month ever in business. This sounds like a good way to dial it in, almost creating a couple goals and then you can build a structure from there. Because if you just look at the enormity of everything, I feel mm-hmm. like you can get quite lost. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, one of the other ideas that I work with a lot and I help all my clients with is the idea that um, over 95% of our results comes from the mindset and that less than 5% of our results is about strategy. So under the umbrella of strategy would, would be marketing and uh, mechanical action. And I find that when business owners are faced with a crisis or a challenge, they kind of dig in. They're like, oh, okay, well, to, if they, if they want to double their business, they've got to double the time, double the stress and double that. But it, it actually doesn't work that way because that's kind of a recipe for burnout. <laughs> and I've seen that a lot with Absolutely. people. And so what you want to do is, is really work with the, the bulk of your power, which most people aren't even aware of. And even if they're a little bit aware of the mindset, they don't know how to shift it. So, so really working with that is, is going to give you a major advantage. It's, it's the difference between um, collapsing under this or really actually thriving as we're going forward, things for the next months, year, years, we're not sure, are going to be a little difficult and uncertain. What are maybe some signs we should look for in ourselves that our mindset is starting to shift to a more negative place? Or I'm not sure what wording you would use, but maybe what are some signs we can look for and how can we, I guess, stop in that moment? Because I think a lot of us Mm -hmm go pretty far until we hit a wall and get overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that question. I'll often draw out, uh, I'll see if I can describe it through words, the the spectrum. So on one end of the spectrum, on the left-hand side, you'll be a victim of your circumstance. And on the other side, you are a creator of your circumstance. And Everyone wants to be a, a deliberate creator of their circumstance ultimately. But the way you know you're feeling like you're a victim of your circumstance is uh, this is the classic sign is that you're complaining. Maybe maybe you're complaining to other people as you're talking. Uh, maybe 
you're just having those kinds of thoughts in your mind um you're kind of resentful of the situation you don't like the situation and you feel like well what you sort of you throw your hands up in the air and feel like okay there's nothing i can do that's just you know what it is and i really don't like it there's sort of like a low grade or maybe a high grade level of frustration and anger and um, so a notch up from that if you sort of imagine like um an odometer a notch up from being a victim of your circumstance will be settling for your circumstance so this is where people feel kind of stuck they feel like well they they don't like what's going on but they feel like there's not not really much they can do about it maybe nothing at all so they settle for what is okay so if the if cash flows dropped by 50 percent, well i guess they're going to just adjust and lower their standard of living or operating to to match that instead of deciding how they want to operate and then deciding that okay they're gonna they're gonna pivot and innovate they kind of settle for the circumstance and a notch up from that is the person who who decides okay Boy, I can't just stay there, so I've got to do something about it. I am going to try to change my circumstance. So they get into this trying phase. This is that phase when, when people really dig in and they, they do like 10 times action. They go into massive action without a solid foundation of shifting at the, the mindset level. So they're spinning their wheels in empty action. They're very quickly approaching burnout um, the results maybe shift a little bit but it's not proportional to to the a massive amount of effort they're putting in and so the real risk of that is them sliding back into settling for their circumstance or being a victim of their circumstance um, and the way to really get over to becoming a creator of your circumstance is is the mindset that's really the the uh, the shift that's that's required to get you over to that side of things and once you do like we're talking about shifting automatic belief patterns and habits and way of operating your attitude toward everything including money and business and sales that's a complete it's almost like a major renovation that happens in the mind then you can more consistently be on the right track and it's not to say that you're there all the time 100% of the time but the difference between uh, me like I've had dips too for sure in the past couple of months but they don't last very long at all like I know how to pick myself up within a few hours any longer than that and <laughs> and I call in for backup and get get supported right away yeah. versus people who stay there right so if you if you find that um your energy is low if you find that you're not uh waking up and feeling productive and focused if you feel kind of foggy if you're complaining that's the big one um you know that it's it's probably a sign that um some some help and support would be really beneficial and it often doesn't take much. It's usually easier than people people realize. It's really great to hear that you're seeing people who are almost thriving right now and are finding new avenues. I wonder for the long term, how do we maintain this this mindset? It's just being consistent with it. Uh, I have a mentor who says that 
he hasn't known anyone to change their mindset on their own. So that's actually one of the mistakes that I made was I thought I could do it on my own. And I, I really was trying. Like I was in that state where I was trying to change my circumstance and it wasn't happening and I was leading to burnout. And and the reason is, is because you want to work with someone who has a higher level of awareness than what you're seeing. So someone who can really see your potential and believe it before you do and someone who can catch your blind spots so that you're you're elevated much much faster and quicker so in terms of sustaining it for the long term um, that's why I work with my clients over a period of time Uh, I've I've had many people ask you know whether or not I, I would do just like a coaching session here or there and I don't really believe in that model I can I, I can certainly shift someone in a conversation and it can be great but in terms of people wanting to make lasting permanent changes that's not usually the way to do it so I, I help people with the system with effective mentorship and helping them to create a supportive mental environment so those three pieces right there are the three pillars of how to really shift a mindset so system mentorship and supportive environment mental environment so that's that's what I always recommend for anybody who's looking to make significant shifts and any any anything that you do now especially in a time of crisis if you're able to get through this period with um, that kind of attitude and mindset once we go back to our new normal it is just you're you're really setting yourself up for success because all the things that might have been a bit more work or effort will will just be that much easier and and there's a momentum that you can definitely build on if you're in if you're in the practice of it and it's definitely a practice so I, I always recommend that people get that mentorship and that support so that they can really instill those those deeper habits, those daily power disciplines. I like that idea of if you invest now while it's really tough, you're just going to do that much better when things get a little easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have a client who, uh, I have a few of them who have started new businesses during this time. So we we took them from concept of the idea. Um, you know, I, I got them to talk to some real people. So they found out what people wanted. So from the concept to launch um, to then enrolling people within a week, which wow. is kind of incredible. I mean, I knew it was possible, but for, for me to really test it and then see that it works was was pretty eye-opening for me and that was um that came I was I was actually in Portugal when <laughs> when a lot of the the travel restrictions were starting and so I got my back myself back to, to Toronto quickly I cut my trip short and I thought yeah. I just want to be back with my family and and I realized oh my gosh I'm gonna have to help my my clients pivot really quickly and so I asked them like I found out what their needs were, who would be up for doing a workshop and how to create an, an online offering in a day. So we workshopped it in a day. So the concept and launch happened in that day workshop. And then um, a number of them came back to me and said, yep, they enrolled clients that week. 
So once you enroll the clients, you're in business. I mean, it was, it was really incredible to see. That is incredible. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's all the the questions I had for you at this point, but I was wondering if maybe as we start to wrap up here, if you had, you know, a positive message to send to people or just a message in general for all of our business owners listening to help them keep their spirits up. I will often recommend to people to start harvesting the good in everything. And the reason is, is that everything, every experience we go through has both good and bad in it. Everything does. Um, you know, you could use a knife to harm someone or you can use a knife to, to cut up a beautiful and prepare a beautiful meal, right? Or save someone's life. Um, so everything has this positive or negative aspect to it. So when we train ourselves to really look for the good in everything, every situation, every person, and just start living that way, it is so powerful. Now, it we're talking about it, and it's uh, it's easy to say, but it, it's actually a practice because most of us haven't been in the the habit of operating that way. So you just start by by small things, you know, start by a, appreciation and gratitude for any anything that you feel grateful for. And what that does is when you appreciate, let's say it's the sunshine or free flowing water or uh, our, our technology that allows us to stay connected, whatever you're grateful for, it could be small, it could be big, it actually hooks you up to the source of supply and it puts you in an abundant mindset because you can't be focused on lack and all the things that aren't there. Like if you're complaining, that's what, what that's what's happening. But the moment you start appreciating and really feeling gratitude for anything and everything that you've got right here, right now, you can immediately shift yourself into an abundant mindset. And then, then when you communicate with your clients and customers, boy, are they going to really feel it. They are, they're going to pick up on that versus if you are panicked and scared that, you know, you, you can't pay the bills and then you communicate, well, they'll feel that too. So I would say harvest the good, see the good in everything, see the opportunity and potential and possibility in everything, and really focus on what you're truly grateful for. Not just lip service to it, but like actually feel grateful that uh, you got to enjoy a beautiful meal or you got to talk to someone you care about, or just that you have your health or whatever you, you woke up today, you know? Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And it sounds too like the more you focus on that and get that abundant mindset, it would almost increase your, your confidence in yourself and your business. And that projects to the people looking at you and talking to you. Yeah, it has real uh, bottom like bottom line kind of effects <laughs> because we're working with the love cause and effect. So it, it's, it's really interesting. It, it goes much deeper than that, you know? Um, and it's a real practice because I think uh, sometimes people hear about ideas of positive thinking, but they don't really know um, the deeper context that it's actually connected to the law of cause and effect and then how to really implement it and not just, pretend that you're 
being positive when actually you're freaking out? Like, how do you actually <laughs> maintain the calm? How do you actually come from a place of confidence and abundance when maybe everything around you is saying the opposite or maybe even within you? So, uh, I mean, that that's a deeper conversation, <laughs> but I, I, I hope that was that was helpful as a starter. As I the think appetizer. so. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all that advice so far. Was there anything we haven't touched on that you wanted to to discuss or bring up? I would say the main points being, you know, remember that over 95% of your results come from your mindset. Uh, if you're wanting better results, uh, take a look inside because the inside is always a reflection of what's going on outside. So if you want better, let's say, cash flow results, well, that's that's an inside job. So that's part of the money mindset that's going on for you right now. Um, if anyone is taking notes, you can totally write this down. I get all my clients to write this down. Whatever you believe is true for you. So if you want different results, just take a look at what your beliefs are and what what would you have to believe for that thing to be true? And then do the work to shift the beliefs. Um, the three pillars of shifting the mindset system, use a system, a time-tested proven system, work with the mentor uh, and make sure you have that supportive mental environment. So have all three pieces. And yeah, if, if anybody wants help in identifying what their biggest opportunity is right now, I I really feel like I'm called to be of service right now. Uh, it's it's one of one of the gifts that I'm happy to share with um, fellow business owners. And so I'm happy to to connect with anyone who's really serious and committed to to shift and make um, a positive impact now, and to really make this next month and this next year of their business, their best ever. So if anyone is really connecting with that and wants, wants that for themselves and maybe they don't know how to do it quite yet, but um, have that deep desire and commitment, I'd be happy to, to hop on a call and help um, help out. Fantastic. And we're going to have all your contact information in the description, but do you maybe want to just uh, throw out your email right now so people can note it down? Sure. So my website is Nana Jokura, N-A-N-A-J-O-K-U-R-A.com. So they'll, uh, they'll be able to access a, a free training there and they can check that out to, to, to see if, you know, if that's helpful um, to them. And if they wanted to email me, they can reach me at info, I-N-F-O at nanajakura.com. Great. Well, thank you so much, Nana, for sharing all this information today and hopefully helping us all feel a little more uplifted and in control. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Morgan. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Small Business Mastermind created by Olympia Benefits. To subscribe to the podcast, visit olympiabenefits.com slash podcast. I also wanted to mention that we now have our own Instagram account for the podcast where I'm sharing behind the scenes materials and important takeaways from our episodes. You can find us at SBE Mastermind. All right, that's all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I'll be chatting with you again very soon.